men, nearly 80% of our black homes are without a father. Makes our boys inferior. Makes them want to dress and look like women. Makes them more effeminate. EX Ministries presents the Truth Behind Hip Hop Part 10, Pop Life. We invite you to a live DVD recording Saturday, October 31st at New Life Community Church located at 25631 Smotherman Road, Frisco, Texas. Doors will be open at 5 p.m. Admission is free. For more information, log on to exministries.com. You are the father. You are the father. Our culture, black culture, African-American culture is in trouble. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Mark 10 and 43. But it is not this way among you. Jesus had just talked about how it is in the world and how folks lord over folks and they're lifted up by the way they dominate people and treat people and talk down to people and are lifted up. And Jesus said, it ain't like that in the kingdom. He said, it's not this way among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be what? Your servant. In order, order to be great in God's eyes, you have to know how to serve. We're all committed to this ministry. Now, I'm not saying you can't do anything else outside of that, but I'm saying when it comes to this, you ought to be thrilled. You ought to be excited. Oh, I get to do something to help advance the very message that came to me. See, 10, 10 hand claps. That's all right. That's all right. I knew it was getting congested in here. It was congested. It's congested. That means a bunch of folk that just, just congestion. But whoever wishes to become great among you, man, you better get ready to serve. That's the only way. That's the only way. And serving don't mean you sit back and think somebody's all right. Serving means you go ask them, are they all right? Is there anything I can do? Amen. In the kingdom of God, the way to please God is to serve others. Serving others is the only true way to serve an omnipresent God. How else you going to serve? And what you going to do? You going to send up some timber, some real wood? That don't please him. You're going to burn something and sacrifice it? That don't please him. He's done with all that. There's only one way to please him. And that's to serve. Galatians 5 and 14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Now the law was created because those were the things that God liked and wanted us to do. So he would be pleased with us. So he says, I could sum all of that up in one word. Even this. Thou shalt do what? Serve. 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 My best. I'm going to give. That's loving your neighbor as yourself because you're going to give yourself the best. Amen. 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 You gonna, you, when you cook, you're going to cook the best meal yes, for these sir. two right here, right? Yes, Whether they deserve it or not. Or not. <laughs> yeah, my best. My best, but your best, when you go pick out clothes for yourself, now when you go pick it out for other people, you're thinking about the best, but then you're also thinking about the price. 
But when it comes to you, oh, something happened, amnesia. Forgot how much money I had in the bank, because that's going to make me tight when I step out in it. You're going to pick out the best. The work you do for yourself is going to be the absolute best. Right? So God said, if you want to please me, you got to give that best away and serve someone else. We serve God by serving others. What we do for others, we do unto God. And he is glorified by our compassion for those we help. Matthew 25 and 40. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, and as much as ye have done it unto one of these least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. It's the only way you can do it and do it to God is to do it to somebody else. When we are part of a church fellowship, our assistance and service unto the church keeps the work of God. What? Going. Your ability, your talent, what you're able to do. If you bent down and picked up a piece of paper that was in the way, you helped the ministry. I mean, there are folks here that volunteer, come clean the church up. Folks here that do all kinds of things. I mean, that's the ministry. Brother Herman works keeping the church clean, all this. We got all these folks. I mean, that's, that's service unto God, not to me. Why do you picture my face when you're doing something? Amen. God is the one that you're doing it for. Amen. Amen. Why not? Why not? And will God bless you? How many of you have been blessed by God? You know you've been blessed because you just do what he tell you to do. Help somebody, send them something, give them something, just do something outside of yourself. That's serving. Service. Service. Now, if you want to take the route, well, but brother, that's not fair. Oh, you want fair? Fair means we all dead. I don't think I want to go the fair route. I think I'm going to go the servant route. Let me creep on up into this. Make sure my heart is right so that what I do for the Lord is unto the Lord. Couldn't have grew up like us, man. You just couldn't. I was at a church. My wife was singing on the praise team, and me and some other people. And one of the sound guys was like, "Man, you do sound, don't you?" I said, "Yeah, I do sound." This is back when I was doing sound and stuff like that. He's like, "Man, we sure could use somebody to multi-track record the service." I said, "Okay." I bring my laptop. We do 24 tracks. I brought my stuff. I would set my stuff up. Now we had three services on Sunday morning, and let me tell you the dedication that people had. These services was in a catering building. This wasn't a church. It was a catering building that they had to use Saturday nights. So you couldn't set up anything in there. Now, he had 10 times the amount of gear that we using up here. Full band, full everything. They had to go in that church at 4 a.m. Park the trailer at somebody's house. Bring the trailers at 4 a.m. 
come in there, set it all up so that they could hit at 8 a.m. because there was three services, 8, 10, and 12. We would get there about seven, six, about seven, three services. And I never asked them for a penny. And they came to me, it's like, dude, how long are you? I was like, dude, I would just do this because, dude, I want to get the message out. If this were I'm fellowshipping, why would I ask for some money? All these brothers waking up at 4 a.m. setting this sound up and not one of them was asking for money. Now, we talking a crew. You know, if you know anything about traveling and sound and the roadies and all of that, that's about 20 people. Even the praise singers be unwrapping wires and wrapping them. They wrap their own mic wires. Everybody was just all in. For three years, we were in there. And everybody just came and they were like, dude, if you ask any of them, man, you're not getting paid. They'd be like, paid? I'm getting paid with the word. I want to be a part of this. And they would stay all three services. After the third service, which would be around two o'clock, they got to break it all down. Because the catering place would rent the place Sunday nights. Break it all down, pack it all up, put it back in the trailer for next week. Then they had to have rehearsal and borrow somebody's church way away from where the catering place was. And everybody would show up. And I saw this and I said, man, this is just amazing. I wanted to be a part of that. But I had learned at a young age, see, because some of y'all didn't grow up, Kojic. You didn't grow up under these pastors and these Pentecostals. You wasn't going to get paid. Somebody was standing right behind you that was going to do it if you didn't. Yeah, walk in there on the drums. Go on the drums and ask for some money. There's three boys with sticks standing right outside. Am I telling you? Right outside the booth waiting on you to mess up. Oh, I hope he mess up this week so I can get a chance to play. On the organ, all these dudes that's famous making this music, all these, especially the neo-soul dudes, they all came from Church of God in Christ, y'all. And they was all standing around the organ, waiting, just waiting on the organist to slip up, stay out too late, something, so they could take his gig. That was back in the day. Now, before they even bring you to the church, how much, how much, is, how much do you want? What are you, what are you asking? It's just whack, man. Folk ask me all the time, brother, you just, how you, how you live debt free? Because I'm debt free. How you live debt free, brother? How you do it? I said, man, because when every opportunity I get to give, me and my wife, we give. We give. If it's my time, I'm going to give it. And I did this for three years at this church. Until EX Ministry started, and I had to start traveling. I would go tell them, say, hey, man, I'm not going to be here this week. You know, they calling me to travel, whatever. He's like, I understand, whatever. So I got my cousin to start recording and, and doing it for me, but made sure that they were covered, whatever, just out of courtesy, because I committed to doing it. But, man, I wasn't ever looking for it. I enjoyed doing that. Then go home, mix down 24 tracks, send them the finished product on Monday. I, I just loved serving in the way or the capacity that I was able to. And guess what? It blessed me. It blessed me. And it has always blessed me. I don't look at what God is doing and take it for granted. Because that's what got me here. That's what got you here. Why are you here? I don't understand. And I try to, oof, let me tell you what frustrates me when folks try to separate the message and the man. You can't do that. So you can't not like me and still be here for the message. It don't work that way. 
you got to keep liking me or leave. <laughs> it is the truth now. Who's preaching it? How are you going to have a problem with me and then try to get the word? When we're part of a church fellowship, we do our part. Uh, when we do our part, we are helping many others receive the same message of hope that what? Changed us. This brother standing by the door. Security. He'll bust your head open with a nine millimeter. <laughs> but he's doing a service by just watching, making sure the message can go forth. Right. Uninterrupted. Yeah, his wife may get turned on by seeing him posted up. Is that right, Alondria? Oh, she just, she's looking at it. She's looking at it the wrong way. But you can't look at it the wrong way. You can't look at it that way. Service unto ministry blesses your home. Blesses your life. Dedication. Blesses you. Colossians 3 and 23. And whosoever and whatsoever ye do, do it what? Heartily. As to who? The Lord and not unto men. How are you going to get mad at me and I'm going to mess the church up? Folks have left this church and got mad at me and went and tried to stop the church. Do you know what you're doing? Can I keep going? Mark 10 and 44. And whoever wishes... To be the first among you shall be what? But if you wish to be first, you got to be a slave first. So you can dislike EX Ministries. You can dislike my delivery. Call me country. Say I use the N-word inappropriately. Whatever. <laughs> you can do all of that. But you're going to respect me. Just for the body of work that God has done through me. Yes, you are. I ain't lifting myself up. You're going to respect that. And to not respect it but be here because of it means you're a fool. you here because of what you heard and experienced and now you got a problem? But still here? <laughs> Seeking to be seen and recognized for what we do in the church is a bad spirit to have. We should carry out our duties in order for the message of God to go forth, not to appear vainglorious to others. Vainglorious means that you're trying to look good in front of other people. You can't do it. Not in here. And if I'm not seeking it, <laughs> you're not going to make it here seeking it. You're wanting something that the, that spirit is not here. And the, the, the bottom line with the truth behind, the reason why the truth behind hip-hop stirs it up is because the basis of the truth behind hip-hop from all the parts, all the videos, is self-denial. So if the very foundation of everything is self-denial, denying yourself, giving up yourself, your industry aspirations to be famous, to be seen, to be known, that's all we've talked about for the last 20 years. So if that's in you, truth behind hip-hop going to make it manifest every time. It's going to bring it up, but the message will get it out. So when I go to working on these videos, I, I, I just start looking for that. Because if it's in there, it's going to, it's going to, it's, it's, trust me, been doing this a long, y'all know how long I've been doing it? Philippians 2 and 3, instead of being motivated by selfish ambition or vanity, each of you should in humility be moved to treat one another as more important than what? Yourself. Yourself. When we make promises to God that if he blesses us, oh Lord, with an ability 
then we will serve in ministry. <laughs> See, this is the one that gets everybody. Yeah, Lord, if you just, oh, if I could just get good on the music. Oh, if I could, Lord, if you could help me, if you could just give me a talent or an ability, usher, Lord, let the unlimited peppermint blessing be on my purse. And uh, just, you know, whatever it is, whatever, Lord, help me to work cameras, help me to, 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 to record, help me to do something. God, if you bless me with this job, you know how I fool, y'all know. Give me this job, Lord. I use my ability. I won't ask church for nothing. I won't do nothing. I just go do it, Lord. I bless the church. I give it, I, I give it 10 times. I give it 20 times. I give it 100 fold back to the ministry. But when we make promises to God that if he blesses us with an ability, then we will serve in ministry. We cannot change our minds and still expect God to bless us when we fail to fulfill our commitment. We must remain faithful to the promise that we made to God and the people that we what? Sir, God opened the door, put you in position, and now you're tripping? You forgot the promise you made. Well, that ain't important. I mean, I just kind of said that. that it's not important. Let's see how God judged the very first church behind this. Bible says, but Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? You didn't lie to me, Ananias. When you said that you was going to give the portion that you had and bless the church with it and then you decided to keep it back and not give it to the church or use it for the church you didn't lie to me you lied to the Holy Ghost to keep back part of the price he said and then why would you even do that while it remained was it not yours why did you just not say nothing and keep it all why did you make a vow and a promise why did you take a position? Why did you even request to be in a position in the church if you ain't going to do it? What's your motivation? While it remained, was it not thine own to do? And after it was sold, was it not thine own in thine own power? So after you sold it, all the money was yours anyway. Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? That thou hast not lied unto man. You didn't cheat man out of what you promised. Guess who you cheated? God. Oh, and we know what happened at the end of that story, right? Yeah, he just dropped dead. Then his wife came in. What happened? Bam. She dropped dead. People had all the time, man, God, why was he so harsh to them? Because he was laying the foundation of the church and he wanted everybody to keep that same intensity and understanding when they promise the church they're going to do something and then they don't do it. They lied to the Holy Ghost. Our attitude should always be to do whatever we are able to do to help ministry go forward. After all, we would not be in the place we are in now had someone not taken their time and done their work in the ministry, what? Properly. Second Timothy 2 and 24, and the servant of the Lord must not, what? Strive. What is strive? Must not try to make his own way and be seen and, 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 and get people's accolades and get credit and somebody call my name. No, no, no. The servant of the Lord don't strive, but he must be gentle unto all men, apt to teach. That was what was wrong with me. I wasn't gentle to all men. I had an attitude and an edge. So I grew up on the rough side. So somebody had to come along and teach me how to be taught. I can't get up and teach y'all if I don't know how to be taught. This preacher was like, shut up. I was like, but the Lord showed me, shut up. God ain't showed you nothing. 
That's what he told me. That's like, it's like, man, how you going to try to shut up? I'm going to tell you. You ain't listening to the Lord no more. You're listening to me. Oh, y'all think there's no example of that. That's the same thing happened with Moses. Moses called to, 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 to lead the people. But when he went to Jethro, he ain't nothing but a son-in-law. Oh, Moses, okay, you got the anointing of God on your life and God's going to use you. Okay, well, I'm getting ready to use you to go milk them goats. Now get your tail over there and get the milking. Moses had to learn to be a man before he could lead God's people. Yeah, God could have just let Moses wander in the wilderness and just wander in the, in the dust and the dirt. Y'all seen the prince of Egypt. He could have just wandered all in the... He could have just wandered in the dirt and the camels and all that. And then God immediately take him to go lead the people out. But then he would have had no discipline. Nobody would have been able to tell him nothing. So I tell folks all the time, bro, you need a job. That's what job teaches men. Job teach men discipline. You should have seen some of the bosses I had. Lord, but I had to learn discipline to answer to somebody. 2 Timothy 2 and 24, and the servant of the Lord must not strive. Be gentle and apt to teach. And then what? Patient. Patient. You know what that means? You know how to wait. Patience. Mark 10 and 45, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to what? And to give his life as a what? Ransom for who? Jesus left his throne. Didn't have to do it. Oh, there's so many songs I could sing. (laughs) Left his throne in glory to come here to these old crazy folks. Y'all know we crazy. Yes, you crazy too. Left his throne, didn't have to do it. But he came here not only to do that, but to serve. Jesus came here blowing folks' heads off. Just making them catch on fire. But he came to serve, no matter how they treated him, serving them and gave his life for many. Jesus Christ set the example of what our attitude should be towards serving. He came to earth as a servant of those that needed his help. He never asked to be compensated. He never asked. He never did it grudgingly. And he never had to be encouraged to do it. Oh, this ain't corporate America. This is the church. This is the church. If I got to encourage you, you're the wrong person for the job. You feeling down about it, then you need to step aside and let somebody. That means you can't lead. That means you don't need to be in leadership. You can't self-encourage. How many men got to self-encourage yourself to go to work? Amen. Amen. Y'all don't have that cheering app on your phone where you hit it and it just start cheering for you. You put the words in. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. Oh, you're going to be good. You're going to be great. You're going to be, you just realize it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, here I go. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Now, this is the kingdom of God. So if the very fact that you're doing it unto God is not encouraging enough, you're in the wrong position. It's built in. Amen. I don't care what happens. I don't care what happens during the week. Folks cuss me out, talk about me like I'm crazy all week long. All week long. And I come here on Sunday morning. You think that's going to stop me? No. And I thank God for those that do encourage me. It's wonderful. Some of y'all be right on point. I get it. But if you didn't do that, guess where I'm going to be Sunday morning? Right here yelling and talking loud. 
and loving it. You know why? Because I'm not doing it for you. Oh, you, you thought, oh, you thought I was doing this for you. No, it may be for your benefit, but I'm doing it unto my boss. That's my boss. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it the best it can be done every time I do it. And if you don't have that level of excellency, excellency on you, I get it. I understand. But you can't do it with me. Because if you're going to do it with me, we're going to do it unto God the best way it can be done. Amen. I'm not settling for less because I don't settle for that in my own personal life. That wouldn't be fair to God. When I go buy shoes, I don't buy shoes. That's whack. My shoes got to be tight, Brother Devin. These tight. like that, don't you? I know you like it, bro. That's your style. Look at that. Yeah, I'm picking some tight shoe. When I'm biking, they know. The bikers that bike with me, Brother Greg, you know, right? I be getting them in trouble because they be going and getting bikes. Their wife be like, uh. <laughs> but you know when I come out there with the, with the bike, it's going to be the best bike. <laughs> Because I got to live on that trail. I don't want to die. So I need my bike to do everything a bike can do. That's me. So why would I come in God's church in front of God's people and half do it? You know who did that first? The devil did. He was up in heaven half stepping. God didn't work with him. Did God encourage him? Oh, Lucifer, it'll be all right. You just hang in there. Things will get better. No. Boop. Ah! Oh, this is the kingdom of God. Why would I settle for less than that? Mark 6 and 34. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people. And the Bible said he was moved with what? compassion toward him. He didn't even have to go out there. It was dangerous for him to go out there, but he went anyway because they were as sheep not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them what? Many things. Jesus saw the needs of others as important to his father, so he accomplished his work with true compassion. First John 3 and 17. But whosoever hath this world's goods and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, How dwelleth the love of God in him? And that works with your abilities, your need, whatever. You got the ability. It ain't always money. You got the ability to help somebody. The labors of Jesus and the apostles change lives forever. We have an opportunity to impact lives as well. So we should approach it with a Christ-like mindset of ministry. We should desire to help God's people by doing what we have been gifted to do. Our gifts, our abilities aren't given just for us, but to help others to grow God's kingdom. First Peter 3 and 8. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, and be what? Courteous. Courteous. Summary. Growing up in the old school church era. Old school era of church. Taught me many things. This is a personal summary. I learned that in order to truly please God, I had to use my gifts, talents, and abilities in the church. Then I learned at a young age that when I did great, a great job in the workplace, I would get promoted and receive more pay. Anybody learn that? However, when it, I did a good job in the church, God would bless me even greater. 
I learned to separate what I did for gain and what I did for God. The church changed my life and helped me to make better decisions as a man and father. I learned to respect elders, do work diligently for God's kingdom, and not to be seen of men. I learned that in order for my home to be even more blessed, I should give money as well as my time and talents to the church. I learned that the more I gave to God's people, the more blessed I would be. These principles continue to govern my life now, and I follow them to this day. Many times we forget all that the church has helped us learn and how the messages from our pastor helps us to mature. We would not be here if we had not been for the declaration, if it had not been for the declaration of hope that rescued us out of darkness. Each and every week we are receiving the word of truth and it is life changing. Whether it's applied immediately or brought to our remembrance when we are challenged, the word is in us. And we owe it to God to support the ministry that is guiding us and giving us information that is transformative. We cannot sit on our talents and abilities in the church or demand pay for everything we do for the ministry. Many times when a pastor appears financially secure, people think he should be responsible for financing everything in the ministry. Why do they think that? But the truth is the pastor's responsibility is to feed the flock in word and the church would care for him financially. got it twisted in most cases pastors are blessed financially because of the sacrifice they have made early on to make sure God's people were fed when we look at these things and begin to feel that the pastor or ministry owes us something then it's time to move on to another ministry that we desire to serve in let me say that again. When we start getting, the, getting that feeling like the ministry owes us, getting that feeling like we need something or whatever, then you need to go somewhere where you feel like serving. When the word that is received from a ministry is not enough to motivate you to sow your time and talent, then you are not where you should be. When we are where we desire to be, then we will have no problem being excited about making the ministry the best it can be. This is being a true servant unto God. The only way we can truly give to God is to give to others. Supporting the ministry that is feeding us is the best way to show compassion for others. We should desire to reciprocate the same diligent effort that someone did to get the truth to us. Amen. Amen? You may not be called to preach, but you called to forward the preaching. You may not be called to preach, but you call to finance the preaching. And those that are reached by the preaching is credited to all of us. All those that forwarded it and financially backed it. Matthew 25 and 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, and heard the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was a hunger, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hunger, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when 
saw thee sick. When did we see you sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you've done it unto me. Then shall he say unto them, On the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed in the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was strained. A stranger, you took me not in, and I was naked, and you clothed me not sick, and in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hunger, or thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer and say, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And there shall, they shall go away in the everlasting punishment but the righteous into life eternal. The only way we do it to God is doing it for each other. When we do it for the ministry, we're doing it for God's ministry. When we do it for ABC, we're doing it unto God. This is God's work, not mine. God could do this without me. You think he can? He could do it without either one of us. But he chose us to do it. And it's a privilege to do it. Amen. It's my fault. I've been approaching this the wrong way. I take the blame. I've been approaching it the wrong way because I don't like to ask people to do stuff. And I'm kind of laid back and I try to offer you money and different things. God said, you need to stop doing that. You need to ask people to do stuff. And if they're not going to do it with excellence, then let them step aside and let the next person do it. Because that's how ministry works. Willing workers. We grew up in the YPWW. What was it? What was it stand for? Young people's what? Willing workers. Gonna willingly do it, man. Ain't doing it with no attitude. I'm not doing it for no pay. I'm not no man. This is for the kingdom. Are people gonna be blessed? Then I got you. That should be your attitude. Because I've learned. God's favor goes further than cash. I've survived off that principle. Man, if I can please God, forget the money, Jack. I get stuff where I don't even need money. God will work stuff out for me. I don't got to talk about it. Amen. God's favor because I'm doing it unto him for his glory, for his benefit, for his people. You think I'm not blessed? You don't know me. Everybody stand to your feet. Just in case you didn't know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people download this broadcast of what I'm saying here. Not counting the hundreds of thousands that are reached from KHVN riding in the Metroplex area. Everywhere. All over. So we can't take it for granted. What's going on in here? Do you know what God is doing? And do you know God wants you to be a part of it? And do you know that you can be a part of it? Amen. Amen. It's that important. And if you can't see it like that, wrong church. Just wrong church. And I'm, God bless you. Hope your talents and stuff work out well for somebody else. But we got to be about what God wants here. And it's got to be right. 
and it's got to be excellent and you can't need encouraging. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for this message. Thank you, Father God, for calling us to a higher purpose, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just putting us in position to do something that is great, greater than what we can imagine, greater than what we can even fathom with our own minds. God, all the people that are on the internet that click that little button that says play. God, how Paul, oh man, and all your apostles spoke writing a, writing a letter in a jail cell facing their own death. Somebody got the letter, took it to a church that church took it somewhere. They took it somewhere. They printed it up in a book. And it saved all of us. How important this is, God. This is important. So we have to do it diligently, carefully. If it had not been for that word, God, none of us would be saved. But because somebody took the time, didn't have to, did it for free, mobilized that word, spread it all over the world. Though they're trying to change it now, corrupt it now, alter it now, modify it now, it's too late. We got it. It's too late. It got us. And we're born again. And just as they were careful back then, we need to be careful now and understand the dynamic we're facing, that the gospel is so important in this time that we cannot sit down. So I pray right now, Father God, that our attitudes would line up with yours. And Father God, that we will be excellent in what we do. And we will give you our best. And in any area that we're asked to serve, God, you will come to mind. Not the man. Not the building. Not the rumors. But you, God. So that we will do it under you. With glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.